Three, and then clap. And then clap. So I'm gonna do three, two, one. On the fourth beat. So like your music, you know, one, two, three, four. Beat a four. Okay. Okay. I don't know why. That's so confusing. Okay, ready? Yep. (laughs) Now are we clapping or we say Mark? What are we doing here? We're gonna let's do the clap. I can snap. I mean, as long as I can see it. Give it the Thanos treatment. I'm I'm pretty sure the last time you and I recorded together, you said Mark and I clapped. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. I do remember editing that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but this time we're going to clap. Okay, sounds good. Okay. Three, two, one. Hey, I'm going to lower this just a little bit so you can see what I'm referring oh, to. Oh, yeah. Show okay. me the goods. Show. Okay, I got to lower <laughs> way down further than that to show you the goods. <laughs> The whole purpose, right, of, of having you on here was for audio quality stuff. Well, I'm using a new microphone today. Ooh. This this is not my normal mic. I, I got it for the aesthetics, but the reviews were good. Hey, guys. This is Radio is Lame, and I'm your host, Johnny Casino. Um, a couple things before I get into what the show is going to be about. Uh, I, I did a search recently on iTunes. And I typed in the show Radio is Lame. And before when I had done this, it came up as like the 26th podcast that showed up. And granted, none of these other ones had anything like Radio is Lame in the name of it. Uh, but still, it was like number 26 when you search for it by actual name. And I believe it was yesterday I searched. And it was up to like number five or something. So something's happening. Either people are listening or subscribing, or maybe there's some reviews that's just not showing me. I don't know. But whatever it is, I appreciate it. Um, A a big thing with me trying to get the show off the ground is, you know, needing it to be seen. And and, uh, I mean, obviously put out quality episodes because there's going to be guests that I'm going to want to have on, um, people that I'm going to want to share their story uh, have a lesson to learn from them. Uh, and they're people that are not ones that I maybe I know already. And so I need something to show them, you know, something um, that allows them to be like, okay, yeah, this is something worth being on. And I'm hoping that I'm hoping that I can create that. Like that's, that's my goal. I'm hoping I can create something that you want to listen to, but also something that someone else is going to hear and be like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to come on this and tell this story. So this lesson can be learned, whatever. So whatever's happening, <clears throat> whether it be reviews, or whether it be just people subscribing or whatever, I appreciate it. Now, this episode um, has Spencer Stapleton on it. If you don't know who Spencer Stapleton is, he is the um, the host of uh, Fortress of Nerditude, a show I've actually guest hosted on a few times. Uh, he's a great guy. He is the brother to last week's episode, Josh Stapleton, funny enough. Um, and he's here to talk with me about sound quality. Um, if you ever listen to Fortress of Nerditude, uh, they have one of the best sounding shows out there. Spence has done a number of things to um, make sure that they have that 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 high quality sound uh, almost above anything else. I mean, obviously, he puts a lot of effort into uh, the show notes and make sure he's got content to talk about whatever else. But so he's he's here to talk about that. Now, here's the funny thing, guys. I bought a new mic. I, I, I wanted an old school radio mic. I found one. The reviews were pretty good. And I, I was like, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to try it out. And this happened to be the first episode that I tried it out on. Now, I'm not using that mic right this second. I, I used it throughout the episode. I, I'm not using it now. Um, the issue I found, and, and you could let me know, and I, and I, I really would like to hear, hear from you guys. And you, you're listening to this part right now and then hear my voice when we get into the next episode or into the episode itself, I guess. And and tell me if you hear like a major problem, right? Because I would like to keep using this other one, but I feel that there's maybe a slight hollow sound to it that I really can't get rid of. So I put my old mic back on here. Um, I, I, I threw the pop filter on. I have it on a swing arm, which I prefer, but it's kind of a pain. I'd much rather just use this one, but I, if I use this one, I don't want to throw a pop filter on there. But I mean, I could hear it when I was doing the editing that there's the pop in my voice. So... Um, Yes, there's the irony of me having a show or episode or talking about sound quality. And I, I, I kind of I, I went in untested with a with a setup that did not give the best sound quality. Now, don't get me wrong. The sound quality is not bad. Right. It's just maybe not as good as it could have been. 
So, um, I want to, I want to, I want to thank you for forgiving me for that. Now, here's the last thing before we get into the actual show, something that, that I, I, I want to make sure that I brought up. Uh, I was actually messaging this morning with Sean Capri, um, and, and talking about just kind of the show and, you know, how I need to, I need to try to pull in the right guests, right? So I was telling him, I was like, yeah, I got to get this thing off. I got to get this thing some traction. I got to pull in the right guests to be able to tell the right stories. It's not just going to be, um, you know, just people I know. I need to go further than that. Now, here's the other part of it. Besides the fact that I need to make the show quality enough to make them want to be on is I've got to find them, right? Um, so here's what I would like for any listener to do. If you have a YouTuber, if you have a streamer, if you have a podcast, if you have anyone that makes any kind of content, I mean, I have a musician who's supposed to be on in a few weeks. Anyone who makes any kind of content um, that you think I should check out, if you think maybe they have a story to tell, if you think maybe they have a lesson you can learn from them, uh, you can even tell me what that lesson might be. Or you can just tell me who they are and I will start checking them out. I, I've got to expand my horizon of the content that I that I um, actually take in. Now, I don't watch a lot of YouTube. I don't watch a lot of streams. Um um, part of that is because like sitting down to watch something for me is a lot more difficult. It's a lot easier for me to just throw headphones in and listen to something. So, uh, but I've, I've got to, I've got to up this a bit so that I can start, uh, finding these people that can make this show continue. So if you have someone that I need to check out, please let me know. Um, hit me up. I, I, I say at the end of the show, but I'm Johnny underscore casino, J O N N Y underscore casino on Twitter. You hit me up, drop it in my DMS. Let me know who it is or why, um, I should check out these people so I can kind of expand what it is that I'm doing. So thank you very much, um, for listening and enjoy the lessons learned from Spencer Stapleton. So I, I wanted to have you specifically on here because, um, it, how do I say this? Your show has about the best sound quality of any of the shows out there I listen to. Now, don't get me wrong, John, Adam, if you're listening to this, which I hope you are, your show sounds beautiful. But his sounds, you're, you're, you as in Josh, no, you as in Spencer, I'm so glad I edit the hell out of the show. <laughs> so you, Spencer, right? So you put in a... I don't say absurd because that makes it sound like you're going overboard. You put a lot of time into into audio editing, and and actually, what triggered this was uh, a few weeks back you had Chelsea Capri on your show, right? And then after that episode came out, Sean put out a tweet about her being on the show, and then about just how great y'all sound quality is. Um, and so it made me think, it's like, hey, I, I need to have you on to talk about this subject. So Spence. Let's start with this. Okay. I, let's start with the importance of it because I've struggled with that in the past, right? But let's talk sure. about the importance. Like how, in your opinion, how can sound quality like make or break a show, show? And like, why was it when you first started out doing your very first show, like you went there, like you didn't go cheap mic to people huddled around it like I did. You went straight into good sound quality. So first of all, let me say a big thank you. Uh, the check is in the mail for saying that you think my uh, podcast has amazing sound quality. I, I appreciate the ego stroking uh, very much. Um, but in but all sincerity, thank you, because that does actually mean quite a lot to me. That's one of the things that I take pride in my show, but I take pride in, my sh in the quality of the audio of my show, I think above and beyond anything else. And, and that, goes, that goes to your question, uh, why, you know, why, why did I prioritize that? You know, what made me want to do that? Why did I start that way? Um, here's the thing. I've listened to a lot of podcasts, a lot. And I tried finding, I remember this was years ago. I tried finding a good Star Wars themed podcast. And I went and listened to like the biggest Star Wars podcast. And it's still out there. It's still, it's still going. Uh, it's Rebel Radio. And I realized fairly quickly that the audio quality wasn't wasn't great. I mean, it it just there was a lot left to be desired, and it was, in my opinion, it was struggling enough back when I tried them. I haven't listened to them in a little while because of this reason, 
their audio was bad enough that it turned me off because I, I listened to it. I went, you know what? This sounds like a really, really, really bad Skype phone call from like the you know early 2000s. It sounds like something I would have done in my dorm room, you know, in college. And we live in a time where quality of computers, quality of audio, quality of video, the ability to manipulate digital media is at an all-time high. We're riding this amazing wave of technology. Why wouldn't someone who's doing this as a hobby or in some of these podcast cases where they've grown into becoming professions, jobs, they make you know lots of money doing these podcasts, why wouldn't they invest some quality time into making it sound good? Uh, that would help them continue to grow their listener base. And so for me, I said, okay, if I'm ever going to do a podcast, it's got to be good quality. It's got to, the, the audio has to be decent enough that it's not going to turn off listeners. First and foremost, above content, above, you know, catchphrases or intros or cool, you know, whatever. No matter how good my segment is, if it sounds like crap, people don't want to listen. And that's really what it comes down to. So, so okay. So, I, I, as I'm going through these, right, and, and as I find uh, people that I want to bring on the show, as I'm as I'm revamping this, and, and, I'm, and I'm searching out for those people that have some lesson to learn from, right? Sure. I also seem to find like the flip side of that from time to time, and and I have a hard time with that on this, right? Like, because I don't want to call someone out for having like a, a bad show, a bad idea, a bad sound, whatever it is. Right. You know, that's the opposite of whatever the, the topic of that episode is. Um, but there are shows out there and reasons for it maybe, but the audio quality is just not great. Great hosts. Great hosts. Great, great conversation. Right. Intelligent people, great knowledge, all these things, all these reasons to love their show. Okay, so let me think. I think I know where you're going, Johnny. Let, let me okay. take a stab at it. How do I go about talking to my friends that maybe also have podcasts and trying to gently nudge them in a better direction? Is that where you're kind of going with this idea? From the way you're laughing, I'm thinking that's exactly what it is. I like that. I like the way you put that. Um, yeah, I guess. So, okay. First of all, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this on... I use the Rebel Radio as an example because that was years ago when I listened to them. Uh, and like I said, I, I really haven't gone back because I'm really busy and I've got my own podcast and I've guessed it on podcasts before. Um, so I, I have to have kind of like a hard cap. I can only listen to so many podcasts in a week and then that can fluctuate. And so I've, you know, I've made some cuts and like the, some of the big, 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 big name podcasts, I just don't listen to period because they've got plenty of listeners. I'd rather support friends or smaller podcasts, you know, people who try to interact with the community uh, that I can get into and make a difference and, you know, make friends and, you know, make what we call internet friends, right? Uh, so I, I focus a little more there. But I have had a couple opportunities where I've talked to friends of mine that run podcasts and they've said, hey, you know, I was listening to your podcast. Uh, you're sounded really good. What do you do? And then I'm I'm completely open with them. I say, well, this is how I record, and this is how I go about editing. And usually I get about a minute or two into my spiel, kind of giving them the details and answering questions. And I start getting this like glazed over look like, man, you're spending way too much time. I, I, I can't spend that much time to edit. And I say, well, you know, that's fine. You know, e each his own, but that's how I get the sound that I get is I, I have to put some time into it. And I'm not an expert. Like, I'm not a professional. I didn't go to audio engineering school. I haven't learned all the different DAWs there are out there, which stands for Digital Audio Workstation. I haven't learned all of them. I found one that worked for me, and I experimented with it a little bit. I did a lot, a lot of research on it, watched a lot of YouTube videos, and then I figured out how to tune it in for the sound I wanted for my podcast. And now it's kind of on autopilot. I mean, I still do a lot of work, but I don't have to go and change the settings. I made some preset settings in it. I record, I apply my presets, and then I just, you know, do the other editing. So, you know, that's kind of the thing. And I, and I tell these to my friends or whoever's asking, and they just kind of look at me and say, yeah, I'm not going to spend that kind of time. And, you know, that's fine. 
so, so it was interesting <clears throat> with uh, with with how you're kind of describing that process because you and I had a conversation about this a while ago. Yeah, it, it might have been a year ago, um, or a little more, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Because um, I started using a new program, actually the same program you use for editing. I right. actually record on that program. Uh, it's called Reaper. Um, it's not free. It's a $60 one-time charge. If you are out, guys, listen to me. If you are out there and you're trying to find a good program to record on, to do things with, um, Reaper is a great program. I love it. I love it. And yeah. let me let me tell you why here. Um, when I first started recording, let me, okay, let me give you a little background. When I first started recording, I was recording in Audacity, which I actually still do to this day, um, because I need to I need to fine tune the Reaper thing as far as the recording. I had a bad incident with it, and I didn't want to switch it up because I don't want to change how my podcast sounds. But I used to edit in Audacity as well. I probably edited the first uh, 16, 18 episodes in Audacity, and Audacity is what we call a destructive form of editing so if i want to clip something out or mute something i actually remove it from the raw audio file that i recorded in reaper is a non-destructive daw digital audio workstation so basically what happens is i take my audio my audio files i put them together i line them up i can do my editing i can block stuff out and i can mute it i can move things around but it doesn't change the actual raw audio file that I started with. Once I'm all done, then I render it out and it creates a new file based on my edits, but I still have the original to begin with. So if something happens and I have to go back and it's a much, much better way to edit your podcast because you're never destroying anything. You're only creating and you're tweaking, but you'd never destroy. So if you have a problem, you can always go back and fix it. Yeah, at, at some point and in, in definitely off the air, I'm going to have to have you show me how you go back to find things you've taken out. But that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so we had this conversation a while back, right? And uh, you actually got on the computer with me. Well, I say on the computer. We were in whatever, I don't know, Skype, Hangouts, something. Right. And, and you walked me through and showed me exactly like how you set up your, your uh, effects. Yeah. Uh, funny story. I still use that exact setup today. Like, <laughs> and, and I guess this is what's kind of cool Me about Audacity. Yeah, I'm sure you do. This is what's kind of cool about about Reaper is you can set those in. And now every time I make a new like audio um, block in it, um, it, it automatically populates that in there. I can turn it on. I can turn it off. Yep. But everything's already there, so it's amazing. I don't have to think about anything. Um, but the other thing that when we were talking that you were telling me was you're talking about how long it takes you to edit a podcast. Right now. Now for me at the time, you know, I was doing Sheldon forgotten um, or, or forget being cool. I don't remember which one it was at the time, but we would, we would literally, you know, record the show, cut it, send it out. Right. Right. Um, I was doing generational gamers and I would do a little bit to that. I'd add music and stuff into it cause I wasn't recording it that way at the time. Uh, but that was it. And then you started telling me about about like listening all the way through your show. Yeah, I listened to the whole thing. Now, and I've started doing that. So when I started doing apparently with Chelsea, like that was the thing. I'm like, you know what? Like I want this to be the best quality I can get it to be. And every single episode I listened through. Now I've screwed this up once. Yeah. I I, uh, I I realized that the big thing I was listening for is like after I knew the sound was good, the big thing I was listening for were were coughs. Um, uh, talkovers, right? Uh, gaps where we had to pause it for a second or something like that, right? And I was like, you know what? I don't need to listen to it in normal, like speed to catch these things. Like I can kick it up to like one point seven, one point eight speed, right? Which, by the way, Chelsea and I as chipmunks are hilarious. Oh yeah, it's great, right? Um, but I, I one time didn't quite get it back to one. Ooh. And I got call, I got called out on like it was it was only a little bit off. I doubt most people noticed. So you're like at like a 1.2 maybe, and you rendered it that oh, way. It, it was like 1.05, and oh, someone noticed just barely. Yeah, um, but yeah. So you're the one though that got me to go through now and and, and listen to this because you were telling me, and and so you were telling me that it was basically like you would listen to like two people who would talk over each other on the same joke and then figure out who did the joke better. Who had the better line. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's impressive. 
Like, I don't know, maybe, maybe Chelsea and I just don't make enough jokes for me or don't make the same jokes or something like that. But like, you listen to this thing to an extent that even blows me away, even with how much I do mine now. Yeah. So my old, my old co-host, the, the co-host I started with, the, the other founder of the podcast, Steve Madura, we have known each other since we were about eight years old and our sense of humor is very, very similar. And so we'll come to situations where we'll see a joke, like someone will like just lob a softball at, at one of the other of us. And we almost, almost nine times out of 10, we'll go for the same punchline or a very similar version of a punchline. And I, and I know that's where it's going to be, but not always. And so I would listen to it a lot and I would listen to it and I would mute out his punchline and listen to mine, then mute out my punchline and listen to his. And I'd say, okay, mine mine's the funnier of the two this on this one and i was a little more timely he had about a three second delay and then he hit his punchline so it took him a second and i could edit that some but i figured you know i i can i do this here and so i would do that a lot what got real hard is we'd have guests on and like gabe patillo from married to the games came on an episode we recorded we talked about uh the last jedi and that episode was like a two and a half hour episode and we were all three of us were just talking over each other and making jokes right and left and having a good time but it took me forever to edit that podcast because i wanted to present the best possible version because no one wants to hear three people try to make the same virtually same kind of punchline all over top of each other because it's not funny then it's just noise it's, it's not funny then, it's just noise. Yeah. People actually say that about me a lot, to be honest. I'm not funny, th- I'm just noise. I think it's the other way around. When you usually you talk, it's just noise, but sometimes you're funny, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I go for. That's so, what I go for. So let me tell you, though, what I do now, though, Johnny, because I, oh, I still listen to the whole podcast, but I've come to identify, uh, and, and maybe for, for your listeners that are listening, I, I record my side of the conversation and then I have my co-host Stu record his side of the conversation. So when I edit them, I see both audio tracks going at the same time. And so what I look for now is I look for when I speak and then when he comes in next. And so I can kind of jump my, my playhead up to the most current place where he comes in. So I listen for those transitions. I listen for those jokes where we step over each other. I look for the coughs. I look for all that stuff. I don't fully listen to the whole show anymore because I'll know, hey, Stu talks here for about two minutes uninterrupted. I And I know what it is because I just heard it the night before because I usually edit the next day on my lunch break. I'll skip to the end of that two-minute segment where I come in next to listen to the transition to make sure it sounds okay. And then I do that. And that has helped speed up the process. So now if, let's say, we record for two hours, I can edit the thing in about an hour. So... Okay, and I've thought about doing that. Um, I also normally start playing a video game while I'm editing, so it's not yeah. like I'm completely wasting the time. Um, you know, and when when I record here, and I, I realize that not everyone doing a show has a mixer and all that stuff, but right. I, I have I have the ability to record. Like right now, you know, you're recording you. And yep. This is the first time I've ever done this where you know I'm going to be putting a track from someone else in line with my own. Um, but you're recording you. And, but I'm also recording you just in case, and I'm right. recording myself on, on two separate tracks. Um, and so I can see those same lines. But the problem I have and why I, I don't feel that I can always go through and not listen to the whole thing, depending on the show, like in you know certain shows, I, want, I, I, I guess I, I often feel that certain shows, I want to have a slightly um, better quality. Yeah. Um, but like, I also take out stuff in the middle, like, okay, this, this, at this point, I fumbled over my words just way too many times. At, yep. at this point, we had a, a lull for some stupid reason, whatever it is. And then also, I mean, this, depending on what it is, I got animals that are trying to come in and out of the room yeah. that I have to deal with and whatever else. So do you not, do you not worry about that as much? Uh, I do that, but I usually know when that's going to come up. So for instance, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had a thing where something happened in the middle and there was a big noise. We had a whole bunch of stuff going on. And so I was talking and something happened and we kind of interrupted. I said, okay. And then the beauty is it's audio. We're not a live video podcast. So I just basically reset to what I was talking about and kind of 
start it over again from that little yeah. segment. But I made a I made a big loud noise. I did just kind of like a big clap or I kind of did a big yell. So I'd see a huge spike on the audio track. So I'm recording I'm like, whoa, what is that coming up? And then I went to it and I was like, oh, oh yeah, I remember this. And then I look and I go back a little bit. I'm like, okay, here it is. And then I cut out the offending section and I edit it back together and stitch it together like you wouldn't know anything happened. So whenever, um, whenever I first started recording, uh, apparently with Chelsea, we, we do like a break between parts of the conversation. So that it, basically it's just a reason for me to be able to like stick in some transition music. Sure. And so the, the first time I did it, like I, I, I did this like big clap. I mean, and I did it, I'm sure an absurd, overly, right. you know, dramatic, dr- drama, to, um, overly dramatic way. See, I stumble across my words. <laughs> and so I do, th- I did that. And then I realized, well, hell, I'm actually just going to listen to the whole thing. So it doesn't really matter if I triggered where these breaks were. Uh, but now I can't not do it. Like if we go to a break, like I have to like get the, it, I'm, sh- I'm sure she's just like rolling her eyes at me the whole time I'm doing it. Right. I look like an idiot, but yeah, that helps. That helps. Um, do you often take like uh, notes or anything about like periods in there, which like, okay, I need to go back and, you know, look for, like I have a thing right here actually sitting right in front of me where it just says edit. It says like 13 minutes, 30 seconds, 15 minutes and eight seconds, stuff like that. Do you ever just sit there and have to jot that stuff down? No, I don't. And I think that's just because of the nature of, I've done it kind of the way I've done it so long that I just kind of know instinctually and like, Oh, right. When we were talking about this rebel intelligence news article, Stu tripped all over his words and then kind of restarted. And I'll, and I'll kind of remember it. Cause usually, I mean, we're talking, this is maybe 12 hours later that I'm starting the edit on it. So yeah. I usually not always, I mean, I am getting older, but I usually can remember the generalities of what happened 12 hours ago. Plus, I have a really weird brain where I can remember lots of useless trivia and insane like little nuggets of information that aren't going to matter to anyone. And so I'll have moments where I can just say, oh, yep, I know what's coming up. We're going to have a, a little problem right here. There was a big cough. And then I can see it come up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there it is. Okay, just you know, move it out and I'm done. Um, so I don't really take take notes. Uh, but I but I do look at the waveform, so that's all I'm looking at. I'm, I'm looking at the waveform on those tracks, and I can see, uh, I can start to see. Hey, Stu's getting louder here. Let me go back and check his levels again, because he may have had a a fan in his computer kick on, and now I'm going to have some background noise that I need to use uh, a setting to kind of filter out some. And so I'll see stuff like that too. When when you're recording, and I, I find myself doing this all the time, so I'm curious if you do it too. Do you look over and just like watch the audio line as it's like building and going across the screen? Uh, Occasionally. I mean, I have it over on my other monitor, so I have to physically take my eyes off the main screen, which is usually where I've got show notes or, you know, some things that I want to reference. And so I have to like physically look over there and I, I do it occasionally, but not a ton. I do it right at the beginning, though for the first like maybe minute as we're kind of doing the prep stuff. Cause I want to make yeah. sure it's actually running. But once that's running, I'm kind of out of the peripheral vision. I can kind of see it there. So I know we're still okay. I, I was speaking of that. I, I was recording. I don't remember what show it was. I think we were recording it live. So we at least had like a backup audio, just taking it from the live video. Yeah. And I, uh, <laughs> I, I look over and I'm like, huh, Guess I should have hit record on the recording program too, huh? And it was just like 20 minutes into it and I had not caught a single thing. Yep. I've made that mistake a a time or two. Steve, Uh, Steve went a whole episode once where he forgot to hit record. So what do you do then? Because you're not recording his end, are you at all? No, no. I mean, we, we fly without a trapeze net. I have the ability to record his side. However, I know podcasts that do that where everyone will record their own. And then when something happens, they'll go to a backup where they've got one person recording all four inputs coming in or all three inputs coming in or something like that. Yeah. And you can definitely tell there's a big shift in audio quality because it's a different microphone. It's being picked up through, you know, through the internet. And so it's, it's obvious, but I mean, it's better than not having anything. So in the case when Steve forgot to record, 
uh we got to the end he's like yeah um bad news spence and i was like don't tell me he's like i totally forgot to record it and at this point it was like midnight or a little after midnight because we got a late start that like a real late start that night and he's like what do you want to do and i said podcast doesn't go live till thursday what are you doing tomorrow night and he's like re-recording i'm like all right and so we just we literally re-recorded the entire thing the next night and i'll tell you what what impressed me the most is we still laughed at the same freaking jokes the next night that we made that were the identical jokes you know that we made the first night and we still got a laugh we still got a kick out of it you know and had a good time and so no one else would have known that we had already done this and re-recorded it you know or recorded or attempted to record it i guess the first time but yeah that's oh man i can't imagine so dave and i lost one show um it was the very first episode of sheldon forgotten and it it will never come back and we didn't I don't remember how we did it. I don't think we re-recorded about the same topics. Like I think we picked new games we had played, and we basically recorded a whole new show because I don't think I could do the same show twice. Well, that's the thing about about our show is that you know we we have the Rebel Intelligence, which is kind of the news that's going on, and so our our kind of week update, like how we're doing as far as like our families and our lives, that changed a little bit. There was some slight variations. Um, but the news articles were all still the same and the conversation we were having, uh, was still the same conversation cause we kind of picked a topic and we kind of knew some points we wanted to hit, but I mean, it's my best friend that I've known my entire life. So any time to spend with him is good. Even if it's repeating the same thing. And let's be honest, when you know someone that long, you start to repeat stories and jokes anyway over the years. So I'm sure by the time we're in our eighties, we're going to be telling each other the same freaking joke we've told each other for, you know, 70 some years, multiple times. And we're still going to laugh at it because we think we're idiots and, you know, we get a kick out of each other. Sure. Of course. Um, so, you know, you're talking about, you know, recording on the different, like you record and the other person records and whatever yep. else. And that is by far like the best way to go. Like if you can pull that off and I don't know how difficult it is to line it up. I, I, I was telling you earlier, you know, I've lined up audio with audio and video a couple times and it's huge pain um i'm assuming it's not gonna be that bad doing it when i edit this episode it's super easy johnny really with the, the only thing you have to look out for when you're taking two audio tracks and putting them together is making sure you have a good start point which we did at the beginning of this we did a whole clapping countdown thing and we clapped in sync and you'll be able to edit that up but then the other thing is is that you want to make sure that if you're exporting your audio to let's say mp3 and the other person's exporting to mp3 you want to make sure you have the same like sample uh, sample bit rate so oh, for yeah. so for instance if we have different sample bit rates my audio waveform is going to be completely different and you're going to have to go back through and like continuously change the settings and uh, you know, try to edit and resync up throughout the entire show. I had that happen once. I had a guest on, uh, Thomas King, uh, a great guy. We were talking about Dungeons and Dragons. It was amazing. And the audio, I didn't see it, but he had a different bit rate than I did. One of us, one of us made a mistake, and I'll, I'll take responsibility there since it's my show. Um, I should have checked. I should have made sure I adjusted mine to match his, and I didn't. And all of a sudden I got this text message from him the next day. I'm like, yeah, we were kind of in sync. And then all of a sudden we were kind of way off. And, and I ended up going back and listening to it. I was like, oh man. And so then I actually pulled it down offline and I re-edited it the day of when it was supposed to be live, cleaned it up a whole bunch, got it as good as I could because I didn't want to have it down for super long. Uh, because if you're a podcaster, having your podcast release at the same time and being consistent is key because your listeners look for it. And if it's not there, you know, people will stick around for a little while, but if you're not consistent over the course of a few weeks, you, you may lose people. And so I, I got it back up as quick as I could. It wasn't perfect. It wasn't up to my normal standards, but it was a great conversation. We had a great time. And uh, so I definitely didn't want that to sit out there sounding that bad. Uh, so I just did it live day of, which is the only time I've had to do that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's always fun when you go into it and realize, oh man, I really, I really screwed that one up bad. Oh, well. I, I can look back and laugh at it now, but at the time I didn't think it was that fun. I was like, son of a 
biscuit. I gotta fix this thing, son of a. And you know, it was a it was a stressful lunch break that day when I figured out what it was. But so, I, I you were you were talking about having you know, um, like let's say you have like three or four people right on a call, yeah, yep. and like one person recording it all. It's been a while since I've done that. I've only done it like once or twice and it kills me. And I don't know if you have, I don't know if you have any thoughts on this on how you can fix this. I mean, it's in my opinion, it's hard to ask someone to come on your show and be like, Oh, by the way, you're recording your side. Right. Like I think it's a little bit much to expect sometimes. Um, and even like, and I I brought it up even with, with Chelsea about how I want to get her to start doing that. But I haven't like basically pushed to, have to basically to make sure it's set up right um and i guess i'm a little bit lucky because of the way i record um you get a you can slightly tell that someone's coming through a computer connection but as long as their connection's good yeah you're fine then then you're fine i mean we haven't had that issue where you know the internet screws up just a little bit and and you know like when i would record dave you know um because of where his his office is and everything like that you could tell like when his internet dropped out some right and you get like the weird like sounds and everything else, uh, but I had I had some guests on at one point, not that long. It was one of the last episodes of this show before it went away for a while. And you know I'm not gonna like I said I'm not gonna ask them to record their own. I'm just gonna record it all. I think Dave recorded it all, and then I also recorded a backup because the last thing you want to do is screw it up when you have guests on. Right. Um, but you can tell that like everyone has different mic volumes. Yes. And going through, and I'm not even sure how to do that with Reaper, but like going through and trying to be like, okay, this person's quiet in this section. I need to bump up the volume just in that part. That's a pain. Uh, yeah, it's it's not that easy. Um, whenever you have it on separate tracks, and I don't know how Audacity is, but can you like change the volumes of the individual tracks on Audacity? I don't know about Audacity. I know you can in Reaper. And so... Yeah. Like in, in Reaper, because I haven't, I really haven't edited in anything in Audacity in almost two years now. Um, but I know in Reaper, like I had, like I said, I have my presets. But even with my presets, one of the things is it says, okay, bring everyone's volume up to about, you know, this prescribed level, but don't go above this level because then you're going to get digital audio clipping and it's going to sound bad. But still, sometimes because maybe Stu's mic or my mic was a little quieter that recording session, maybe we didn't have it kind of dialed into where we usually have it. I had the ability just to manually increase the the track volume a little bit, and so I'll bump that up until it sounds level to me, and then I just leave it there the rest of the way through. Uh, guys, if if you're doing a podcast and you have the ability, have everything on separate tracks. Absolutely. It's- it is so much nicer. It's the best way to go. And can I tell you what I do, Johnny, when I have guests on? I I don't I don't tell them that they have to. I don't because that would be very presumptuous of me. But I always say, hey, so this is the way we record. Uh, we record using Audacity. It's a free piece of software. You can just plug in a microphone. I'm like, even if you only have a headset microphone from like Apple or Samsung or something that's better than just like your flip up, you know, microphone in your laptop or a computer and you can record an audacity. And all we have to do is make sure your levels don't go above this. And I can walk you through that. Would you have a problem doing that and hitting the record button? And every single time everyone said, yeah, I can do that. I can figure that out because it it is very simple to do. And I just kind of say, make sure your levels are here. We do a little testing pre-show and then they hit the record button. And then at the end of the show, I say, okay, just label it this and save it to your desktop. And then, boom, load it up into my Google Drive. And I haven't had a problem yet. Everyone's been more than gracious to uh, record their side of a, the conversation. Yeah. And every once in a while, you get one that's labeled like Fortress of Nerditude, best guest ever. I get those actually rather frequently. Every time a certain co-host of mine that comes on the show... <laughs> I think his name is Johnny something. I'm not quite sure though. Hmm. Okay, here's what I figured out in life there, Spence. If no one else is going to toot your horn, then right? you just got to toot it yourself. <laughs> uh, I've gotten very good at tooting my own horn when I need to over, over the years. My boys are going to love hearing this because now we're talking about tooting and they're going to find that extremely funny. 
Okay, so I'm, this is going to be two episodes in a row where a Stapleton has mentioned his son making fart sounds. Dude. Like, what, what is it with you Stapletons? I got a five-year-old and a four-year-old little boy. I mean, they're, that's just that age. That's, that's what they're into. But if that ever happens where I have to do that on, on the middle of the podcast, I know how to edit it out. And that's the good thing. <laughs> I like how I brought that back in and tied it into the theme of the show there, Johnny. Oh, my God. I didn't, I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming. Um, okay. I want to touch on one other thing because yep. I'm, I'm, I'm curious your thoughts on this. And I'm, I'm also, um, I, I want to see what you can come up with as far as like um, newer, newer podcasters, maybe people getting into podcasting and, and maybe your thoughts on the importance of this. Uh, and that's hardware. Yeah. Now, as I was telling you when we first started, I brought you in to talk about audio quality, and I'm literally using a brand new microphone. Love it. Love it. Uh, it it's, it's a relatively inexpensive microphone. I also got it on sale, and there was like a 25% off everything on eBay going on that day. Uh, I got it for the look of it because it's that old school like lounge singer microphone or it whatever. It looks like something Whitney Houston would sing into in the 80s. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is. I, sadly, I think it might be. It said it was like cast iron or something. It said it was not cast iron. That'd be a terrible thing for a microphone. Stainless, maybe. Yeah, it said it was like actual metal. I, I think it lied, but at this point, <laughs> I don't know. It, it looks fine, but I don't know what the audio quality is like. I've recorded a very short thing, right? But I don't know. Um, I, 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 I'm, I know it's going to be okay. I don't know if it's going to sound as good as the other one. And if it doesn't, then this will literally become like a, a, a mounted thing on the side that's just here for looks. Right. Um, so, so first of all, guys, forgive me if my sound's a little bit off on the episode where I'm talking about sound quality. I apologize now. Love the irony. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Um, but like when I first started, I had just this cheap mic. It, it, it had a 3.5 millimeter jack on it. Um, I didn't know what kind of dedication I was going to have to doing it, what kind of dedication my buddy Ben was going to have to doing it, because we just kind of like talked about it and then started going. Right. Uh, and the sound quality was definitely not great. And then we kind of, we, you know, we upgraded over time and whatever else. But like, where do you find the importance and and how's a good way to go about that without breaking the bank with like finding a good mic? Excellent. Have you looked into this? Yes, absolutely. Excellent question. Uh, so I knew that I had a good mic starting out when I started the Fortress of Nerditude podcast. Uh, I've got a Shure SM58 microphone. It's a, it's a, a condenser microphone that I had when I used to sing with some kind of like garage, you know, house bands. And so for me, it was a natural fit to continue using a piece of hardware that I already had. And it's a very durable, uh, great microphone. But I knew my co-host, Steve, did not have a microphone, and I did not want him using a little USB headset with a little boom mic. That was a no-go. I was like, no, that's not going to happen. So I did some research, and I actually reached out to Tim Hall, one of the uh, original co-hosts of Married to the Games podcast. And he's actually an audio engineer by trade. That's what he went to school for. It's kind of the industry in which he works. And I asked him a bunch of questions and I said, you know, can I pick your brain about this? And he said, yeah, sure. And so we sat down, we talked for probably a good hour, hour and a half. And he said, get a good condenser mic. And he's like, there's a great little brand called, I think it's CAD, C-A-D. And you can get it on Amazon and it's only like $30. And it'll be, it'll be a great microphone to do a podcast with. You don't need to go, you know, to the nines and get like a $5,000 microphone unless you've got like a professional studio, just something that's going to pick you up that you can use. That's going to get a good sense of the space around you. So if you've got other people is what you need. And he didn't lie because I bought, I personally bought that, that uh, CAD microphone off of Amazon for $30. And it even comes with like a little stand, a, a three prong stand. And I bought it and I sent it to Steve and it's just USB. It plugs right into his laptop. Then I went and bought one for my wife so she can use it when she joins us uh, once a month, usually for our, our movie club episode of the podcast. Then I bought a second one. So if I have a guest come over, like my brothers come over and been on the podcast when we've done a movie club and Brita needs a mic and he needs a mic, or if I travel, which I've been traveling once before where I needed to record on our Monday night schedule. And so I took that with me instead of my normal rig that's set up here at my desk. 
and I use that. And you know what? It's great sound quality. Like I love it. Uh, for thirty dollars, you can't beat you can't beat the quality you get for that price. Now you can spend more money. I mean, the microphone I've got is a hundred dollar microphone. And then I also had to get you know, a mixing board to interface with, and I had to get a, a USB interface to go from my mixing board to my computer. I spent probably $250 on hardware total. But yeah. you can go that route, but you don't. You can go a $30 microphone off of Amazon, and you can be fine, and you can have a great-sounding podcast. Yeah, the, the ones that I go with now... And I don't remember, I want to say Dave is the one who actually got me into this. Not not this mic, because this is obviously the one that I bought now because I wanted this old school looking mic that hopefully I will not regret how it sounds. Um, but yeah, I have the whole mixing board and the, the interface into it. And I mean, for most shows, it's not going to be necessary, right? right? Especially if, if you're recording yours and the other person's recording theirs. Um, I like, and I, I only do it now on one of the shows, but I like being able to record the music while I'm like doing the show. So I don't know if you've heard, you, oh, you, you don't really do that, do you? No, all of our music that I put in that I've got pre-recorded and I just drop in extra audio tracks and then I just slot yeah. it in where I need it. Yeah, it, and that's what I do for like this show. Uh, that's what I do for, apparent, for apparently as I make the loud popping sound as I'm talking anyway. Um, but like I, I, I do like, and if anyone out there like, if you have the ability to, if you ever have the ability to do it this way, it's just kind of fun, in my opinion, to be able to reach up there. You got your hand on like the the volume control for that input. Yeah, you got the music playing, and you kind of like turn it down as you bring yourself in. It's just kind of a cool feeling. It gives you that real feeling of what an audio engineer feels like in a recording studio. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. And and as cool as that would be, sadly, that is not what I am. Right. Well, and that's the thing, Johnny. Like, I look at this. I podcast. It's a hobby. I'm not making money. I don't have a. I, I, I'm not even like a lot of hobbyists that podcast where they have like a Patreon and they're asking for a few bucks a month, you know, just to whatever. I don't ask for money. I do all this just for fun. But you know, I want it to be good because I want my super friends of the show to enjoy it and be able to come. But if you're just gonna have a good time, you know, don't go crazy. Like, don't you know, you don't need a mixing board. Get what you need, but make it good and own it, right? Take some ownership, some pride in what you do and and make it the best you possibly can. And if you need help beyond that, there's so many good people in the podcasting community that are willing to reach out and answer questions. I tell everyone, I say, hey, you know, if you have any questions and you're podcasting, whatever, fire away, I'll be glad to talk. And Johnny, you're not the only person I've talked to. I've talked to a handful of people that have uh, got going on podcasts and, and they, they all say, you know, why are you willing to spend so much time, you know, kind of walking me through this? And I said, and man, if it means your quality is better, it means people are going to listen to your show. You're going to be happy. You're going to enjoy the hobby. I'm like that's, that's what it's about. It's not, you know, I, I don't have some magic formula. This isn't like something that's trademarked. I, I figured it out. And if I can share that knowledge and help people, man, I'm all about that. Okay. So if you had to, if, so if someone called you up right now, it's like Spence, I'm doing this. I want to sound good. You know, I, I want to get this rolling. Or maybe they're like, man, I've been doing this for a while, but the sound is just, it's just not great, right? Give me that one piece of advice, that one piece of advice that you would give them. Okay. I, so my one piece of advice is a 10-part <laughs> piece of advice. Uh, so, because there there really is a number of thing, a number of factors. One, find a quiet room with plenty of space around you to record in. You don't want to record in a a box room that's got a concrete floor, bare, complete bare walls, because you're going to get a lot of audio bouncing around. You're going to get a lot of reverb and echoing. When I first started recording with Steve, I was constantly, constantly trying to figure out why his audio had this reverb to it and this echo. And I found out when I got him on video, he was in a concrete room in his basement. I moved him into the room adjacent to that that had couches and carpeting and like pillows and blankets and you know things that help absorb that sound and that made a world of difference so the first thing is find a quiet room with plenty of space around you things that can help deaden kind of the sound so you're not getting a lot of bounce back uh the second thing i'd say johnny is you got to have a microphone that's decent but you don't want it right in front of your mouth because you're going to get a lot of popping sounds. You're going to get breathing. So you kind of want to have your microphone placed near your face, but kind of in an indirect location. 
uh, that's going to eliminate a lot of the, the heavy breathing sounds, a lot of the popping, and you're going to be able to kind of figure that out. You want to record and set your levels correctly. So you don't want to, you don't need to have your levels jacked all the way up to the maximum. You want to make sure that they're loud enough that you know your audio is coming through, but you can always adjust your levels in post-production. And that's definitely the better way to do it. And so you want to kind of be conservative with your levels. Don't, don't go crazy. Uh, if you have the ability to stand while you podcast, that's much better than sitting because you actually get a lot more air underneath of you. You're able to control your breathing a little bit better. And usually when people stand and podcast or do videos, they have a lot more energy. A great example of this is Bobby Paul's. You look at some of the videos he's putting out now. He's not sitting at a desk. He's standing at like a stand-up desk. And man, his energy level is probably 20% higher than it was ever before when he was sitting. And that makes for a more exciting show uh, just because he's more excited and he's got a lot of energy. Um, record with a high quality audio file. That is key. Even if you like later mix it down to like an MP3 or like an AAC, record in like a wave or an AIFF file because you're going to get a better sounding audio. You don't have to, but it's nice way to, it's a nice thing to try starting to do that. And then you can compress later uh, versus compress and then like because I recorded now an mp3 because I kind of figured out what works for me with my levels but if I record an mp3 and then I recompress into another mp3 again uh, you can get some issues and so you want to make sure that you start with a a good a good beginning a good base per se always 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 make a test recording before you start make sure it's actually recording or you end up recording an episode all over again always check to make sure you're recording uh the other thing the other thing now becomes less about the audio quality but just you know having a good podcast if you're doing a podcast have some written show notes what you want to talk about if you're doing a video game podcast is there a certain video game is there a couple of video games do you want to talk about certain points of a video game you liked write them down so you can quickly glance at them and have a reference you don't want to sit there and kind of do the old uh uh, um, uh, uh, well, um, uh, cause you do a lot of that. You then have to go back and edit that crap out. And that's just more time in editing. And if you're trying to get it out fast, it's better if you're not spending a lot of time doing that. Um, like you and I were talking about record both sides separately. That's the best way, the best way to do it. Uh, make sure you got time to edit and then use filters when you when you use a daw like reaper or you could use cubase or whatever uh you want to use filters so you can get some uh, equalization you can get some compression you can get your levels at the right uh, places so everyone kind of sounds correct there's nothing worse than listening to a podcast where one guy is really loud and the other guy's whispering uh, it's just it's horrible it makes it so bad to listen to and it's also really tough to edit that Oh, it's horrible because you're you're trying to bump up the one guy to to sound you know to sound uh, more even with the other, but then you're also bumping up any background noise, any artifacting that's coming through his microphone because you know maybe it's not a great microphone or his interface isn't great. All that gets amplified too, and so then you have to fight that battle, you know. So you have to kind of pick and choose, you know, quiet down the one guy a little bit or bump up the other guy and then try to edit his other stuff. So it's it's a losing battle, so it's better if you can have your levels close to equal when you start. Those are the big takeaways I tell people is look for those things. Now, that's that's after you've decided to start a podcast. You know what you want to talk about. You kind of know how your show is going to uh, run. This is when you say, hey, I just don't want to sound like I'm on a tin can and a piece of string. I want to make this sound like you know I'm in a studio. And obviously, Johnny, you can see behind me. I'm not in a yeah. studio. I'm in my living room. I got my kids, you know, basketball hoop behind me. I got stuff on my shelves, my dirty couch, you know, the blankets strewn around here, kids' shoes, whatever. It's a mess. But it, it sound. I try to make it at least sound like I'm sitting in a studio. I try to make it sound as good as I possibly can. Yeah, what, when I was listening to you go through that list, 
I was sitting there like trying to check stuff off of my head and whatever else, right? So, you know, you talked about the room and the, and the room I'm in right now is far from the best room to be podcasting in, right? Uh, I, I do have a, a throw rug down that covers a lot of the floor. It's also really comfy and all my animals love to sleep on it. <laughs> right. Uh, there are a few pictures on the walls. I do have a high ceiling in this room, which is not great. Uh, but I, you know, I keep a lot of my video game stuff behind me. kind of helps out some. Um, but then you're like talking about standing up. Uh, all I wanted to do was stand up right now. Cause my mic's on a, on a movable arm. So I right. could stand up right now and you would get nothing but a crotch shot. And I thought that was <laughs> really funny as I was going through this. Um, but you know, you you, you did also mention, you know, um, do a test recording. Now I used to not do that. And now every single time I record anything, I will do it because I've had it twice. And luckily, they were both live shows, and people pointed out early so we could stop the live show. I could basically unplug and replug everything in. Right. But on these random occasions, my connector between my, my Onyx Blackjack, which is where my mics are going through, and the computer uh, will just be this like fuzzy, crackly popping sound the whole time. And I don't know what it is. I don't know what makes it happen, but I unplug everything, plug it back in. But I've almost lost episodes because of that stuff. Wow. So... Um, Spencer, I think we're going to, I think we're going to roll out of the show. Um, I would like, go ahead and tell everyone where they can go to find the show with the best audio quality out there and how they can contact you. If they have more questions about audio quality or settings with Reaper or any of those amazing things. So I run a podcast with my co-host Stu. It's called a fortress of nerditude. Uh, basically what it is is that we talk about everything that's in kind of nerd and pop culture. So if there's, if it's you know happening, if it's a new movie, if it's a video game, if it's a TV show, we'll talk about it. Uh, we we do it every week. We're a weekly podcast. We release on Thursday mornings. Uh, you can find us on our website, which is fortofnerd.com. Uh, we're also on iTunes, uh, Google Music, Stitcher, YouTube, Spotify, um, pretty much anywhere podcasts are. You can you can find us. And then uh, if you want to follow us on social media, I'm, I'm big on Twitter. So I'm, we're at Ford of Nerd on Twitter. Uh, but we're also on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash Ford of Nerd. And so we're there. But I'm going to be honest, most of the time it's through Twitter. And you can follow me there. If you guys, if you're listening to this show and you have questions, by all means, I'm going to say it again. Not an expert. However... Uh, I've learned a thing or two. I've done a lot of research and I'm always open to talking to people and giving them uh, advice on things that I do that maybe they could try. No one way is perfect, but I found something that works for me and uh, I think it sounds pretty decent. And so if I can help, I'm always glad to do that. And did you did you say your personal Twitter? Uh, no, I, I didn't. Uh you know the funny the funny thing is Johnny I forget my personal Twitter handle all the time because mine and my brothers are almost interchangeable one is at MTTG street team and one is at street team MTTG I, I my, my honestly my plan as I asked you that question was to have you say one way and then I was gonna repeat it back the other uh-huh and, and but it's cool I mean I didn't need to make the joke it's fine no, it's, yeah. It's, it's fine. I remember I, I'm just a lot of noise and not <laughs> so, so funny. Sometimes funny. Uh, it's actually my, my Twitter handle is at StreetTeamMTTG. And I know that because I just had to log in right now and check. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay, guys, uh, if, if you have questions about audio and audio quality and how to maybe improve your audio quality, uh, or if you're getting started and want to start out with a good audio, audio quality, hit him up. Hit him up on 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 um, on the twits. On the twits. That's the how the twits? cool kids are. That's how the cool kids are saying it these days. Sure. The yeah. Uh, me on the twits. I am at Johnny underscore Casino. J O N N Y. There's no H in it. So Johnny underscore Casino. If you are looking to start a show, um, if you know shows I should listen to because their host might have a story that I would like them to tell, I don't know, anything. If you just want to say hi, drop me a line. I, I keep my DMs open. You can hit me up, say hi, and um, I don't know. You know, you ever had that, that problem, Spence, when you're, and you don't because you do the same show every time and, and you're in the same conversations every time, but when you get to the end, you're just like, crap. Like, how do I, how how do do I you- take this? How do I take this to a close? See, that that is one of the things I thought about because I had that issue. And I figure if I have a catchphrase that I end on every episode, I know it's always going to end the same way. 
and then I don't have to worry about it anymore. So as I close down the conversation, I'm like, you know, it's really good. Find us on social media, da, 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 da. And I say, well, super friends, uh, from all of us here to all of you out there, wherever you may be, may the force be with you always. And that's how I ended every single show. Okay, so I'm gonna try this. So, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw one out. I'm gonna, here's what I'm gonna do. G- g- listen up, guys. I like Maybe how we're, I like how we're gonna verbatim testing this live while we're recording. Well, if you ever listen to the original show, that was most of what that show was was Dave and I like beta testing ideas, like just bouncing <laughs> right? ideas off each other. So this is what we're gonna do, guys. I'm gonna try different sign-offs, right? And some of them will be ones I think of and write down. So I might find some on the internet. It might just be off the seat of my pants, like right now. But we're gonna we're gonna try this, all right? So I will end it on on a sign off. If anyone out there hears a sign off, they're like, "That's the one." I want you to hit me up so I know that I've stumbled across the right one. All right. Uh, but Spencer, before that, I want to thank you. Thank you for for taking your time from your busy day and and hanging out with me. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, man, you're welcome. I was glad to come on the show and glad to talk about this. And also, I just thought of a catchphrase for you you can end on if you would like to hear a free. This is, you know, no cost to you. So this is this is just an idea literally, literally just came to me. Okay. Uh, you have your conversation. You wrap it up and say, well, remember, podcasting is cool. Radio is lame. I, I like Mic that. Mic drop. I like <laughs> that. I could. I have plenty. I have so many. Do mi- you know how many microphones I own? I like that idea. It might be a little too on the nose. The listeners can let me know.